Art Games podcast. I am Sam Suvak, alongside Cody Tietrich. Cody, I have a question for you. Sam, I may have an answer. I, I assume you've seen the latest news, that there are now pictures of a black hole. Have yes, you seen, I have actually. You've seen it? Uh, and the black hole, in fact, looks like the all-seeing eye of Sauron, does it not? Oh, it does, yes. My question, my friend, do you feel that the end times are coming? You know, I woke up, had a weird feeling in my stomach. Turns out I just ate some bad taco the night before. That's, yeah, Um, legit. But yeah, I think the end times are upon us. I think there's only one way to stop it, though. Oh, how's that? Uh, We got to get a merry band of people together and go bring a ring to a volcano. Do you have the ring? Um, I didn't find one. I didn't say a ring. I said the ring. Do you have oh. the ring? It's important that it's Man. the specific ring and not just any ring. See, I no, think that's where the problem. No, I don't. I don't have the. You know, I don't like jewelry. Um, so oh, yeah. so I don't know where this ring is. Um, so Does I it feel have like- to be a ring. Like, could it be another thing you wear? Like, could it be? Well, sunglasses. Um, those sunglasses are pretty snazzy, but I don't, I just, I don't get a sense of power, like world dominating power coming from those sunglasses. So I, I'm not sure that that's it. And I mean, all the legends, I believe, talked about a ring. Mm, True. I'm not sure if they had sunglasses. Back in Back Middle Earth days. Yeah, good point. Well, so we're probably just gonna die. To yeah, we're probably just gonna die. Probably gonna die. Okay. Uh, or do you think this is like this is like a prequest to the actual quest we have to go on? Like, video games have prepped us all our lives for this, Sam. I think we just need to. This is the part where we like go search for materials, and then we get to the good stuff like going to kill on the boars and all that in <gasps> Warcraft. Cody, do you know how disappointing this is? Because if this is like a video game. I'm going to accidentally back off a cliff immediately and die. Hmm. So. If it comes to we have to drive somewhere, I think I should definitely should drive. Driving. Definitely you should drive. Yeah. Um, and probably I shouldn't jump. You know, I got bad ankles anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a very good jumper either with the bad back, so that might not be a good thing. And, you know, my aim isn't great. So probably instead of trying to fight with people, we should try to talk and make friends. Oh, see, my talking skills are very bad, but my shooting skills are very good, so... Yeah, I mean, my talking's not great, but, um... I'm rolling, okay. like, a negative five in the communication. Um, I mean, let's just... Okay, we're gonna die. It's fine. Okay, I we're mean, gonna yeah, we're, it's, yeah, it's, We've had a good run. We had a good time. Let's just... Let's just... Okay, this is what I was thinking about today when I was thinking how we were gonna die, and it's a shame, you know... There's a lot of games coming out that we're probably never going to get to play because we'll be dead. Um, what is the one game that's coming up that you just, you have to play it before you die? And I mean, if you don't, it's just going to be a life incomplete. Do you have any any games like that out of the upcoming roster? 
the uh, new Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance game, like 100%. I guess that was what you were going to say. Uh-huh. What about you? What you get? Do you want to guess what I'm going to say? It's a hint. It's not Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I feel like it's a certain game that may be being announced soon. Like, when this podcast releases, it's been announced. I believe it's going to be Jedi Fallen Order. Oh my god. You're spot on, fella. You you know your stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know absolutely nothing about that game. We haven't seen anything yet, but... I'm super excited because I love Respawn and I love Star Wars. So um, hopefully we will both get to play our games before we die because of this Sauron situation. But, you know, and maybe we'll just be enslaved and it'll be fine. And like, we'll still get to play video games after we finish our daily slave labors. So maybe we're just going to become orcs. Ooh, dude, the orcs in Lord of the Rings are fucking badass. Like, yeah, I mean. I'd say gross, but yeah, badass also. Oh, no, they're pretty gross. Don't well, orcs, there's the orcs, pretty... and then there's the orakai, and the orakai are more okay, badass. See, yeah, I meant the orakai. Actually, orakai you'd probably be an orakai, and I'd probably be the orc, because, like, I'd be, like, fucking things up, and then, like, you know, and you'd be, like, over there killing hobbits, so. Oh, God, I like hobbits. Hobbits are cool. I mean, you don't have a choice when you're enslaved by Sauron. True, yeah. But, I don't know. Well, Can hopefully... I be a ring race as well? I want to be a uh, ring race. Well, maybe no, because I mean, they were they were like pre-picked. Die to be one. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I really want to watch the Lord of the Rings. I rewatched them all a while back, like in the They're last year. They're on Netflix, year. I think. Oh, are they? I think I started, wa- I think oh I started watching the first God. one again. I was so fucking pissed, Cody, because I have the box set on DVD, uh-huh. so I have all of them, right? So oh, I'm yeah. watching them. I don't remember if it was the first one or the second one. I went to watch it and my fucking disc didn't work and I was so mad and I had to fucking pay to rent it on Amazon or something because my stupid disc didn't work. The worst. That was probably a precursor. Sauron's been like cursing stuff all this time because he like, he was coming and he didn't want us to know. The eye of Sauron is to blame for my broken back. It all makes sense now. It does. Damn. So we should probably talk about video games because people who don't know anything about Lord of the Rings are so lost right now. They'll get over it. They're like, who who, Who who is Sauron? (laughs) What are the Orakai? I'm so lost. (laughs) Hey, there's a video game about it, so it's fine. Um, Okay, Uh, so let's move on to, uh, I guess, more death and killing and evil in video games. Because... If you watched last week's episode for the after credit scene, you saw a very special secret ceremony where Cody was not going to be able to come to our Friday the 13th game night. So he passed me his Jason powers, right? I was pretty skeptical. I did not think this was going to work. I was like, okay, I think I'm just going to disappoint him. But, uh... Yeah, Cody knows his uh, ceremonies. His his sister might not know much about seances, but Cody knows his power transfer ceremonies, okay? Well, I guess I kind of spoiled it. So we had our game night on Saturday night, and I ended up playing Jason one time. And I don't know, Cody. It's just like everything felt different. You'd given me advice. People were trying to shoot the gun at me. I started zigzagging like you told me. It worked. Yeah, Although I, I did get shot once, but it was fine. Um, I got my traps down. 
Cody, for the first time, I managed to like successfully throw a throwing knife and hit somebody with it. Finally figured that out. Never once done that before. Um, so like in the past, I've only gotten like maybe two kills in a game. Mm-hmm. Cody, I got the clean sweep. I was so excited. I was, uh, to be fair, okay. To be fair, to be fair. At this point, we had some problems with the with the in game chat. It wasn't like I couldn't uh. hear some of the people, so we switched to party chat so like everybody could hear everybody. And uh, the last Mike was the last one alive, and everyone else was like, "Mike, go to the car, go to the car." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, I guess I'm going to go to the car." So he kind of got screwed on that. Um, you cheating? Sounds well, good. Well, you know, right. but and also to be fair, also uh, Byron, the one before him, he jumped out a window, and I had a trap right there to get him, but something happened, and the game glitched, and he just like sunk through the ground and disappeared, and it counted it as oh, a kill. So I was like, okay. "Hey, that works. I'm fine with that." Um, hmm. So yeah, I did it. I got my six out of six. I was so proud of myself, and I just couldn't believe that it had happened. Um, and then later. I got to be Jason again, and I was really worried because I'm like, it's not going to happen twice. Like, I'm not, this magic, it doesn't last. But Cody, it lasted because you got good staying power. That's what I hear. So um, I got another clean sweep. I was trying to make a sex joke. Is I guess that wasn't funny. That's what I get, yeah. um, But yeah, so two clean sweeps as Jason. Who would have thought that it could have happened? But it did, all because you gave me your power. So thank you, sir. It was such a fun experience. So yeah, see, it's pretty fun. Yeah. 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 Proud of you. You did good. Yeah. I may I may never be that good again, but at least <laughs> I had my moment in the sun. Actually, it was the dark and sometimes rainy nights at Camp Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or Kids Haven, or Pakenak, or I'll shut up now. Anyways. <laughs> oh, you did good though. Yeah. Sorry you couldn't make it. Did you have a good time with your WrestleMania stuff? Yeah, you know, it was so the reason uh I was not there was because my brother and I bought a uh, big package thing and let us watch uh all these different wrestling events that were going on because uh the weekend around WrestleMania, it's not just about WrestleMania, it's also like indie promotions coming together and putting on their own mm-hmm. shows. Um so we got to watch like Jimmy like probably like 40 plus hours of wrestling um and like That's a full-time job. Um, we'll tell a fun story real quick. Um, we watched something called uh, Joey Ryan's Penis Party. Um, for those of you who aren't acquainted with wrestling, uh, the there's fuck? a wrestler named Joey Ryan. Um, he, some may know him as the King of uh, Dong Style. Um, what the fuck is Dong Style? <laughs> Do I want to know? He has a very Man, this is really not PG, so like, if you have kids around, stop listening right now for like a good three minutes. Um, he's a very magical penis. Um, he can do something called the penis plex, which is where he flips someone over with his penis. Anyways, I love wrestling. It's the best. <laughs> so, I am very intrigued just now. Do you... So, I mean, I understand you got a tight spandex. You can see some stuff going on there. So, like, do you see the penis, like, I mean, it's doing uh, a thing? It's or not is on display. Just, is he it's, just, it's, like, kind of thrusting with it? It's He's kind of thrusting with it. Okay. You know, you know, yeah. So he grabs the person by the hand, he applies their hand to the area, and then he, you know, flexes, and when he flexes, like, it goes all the way through, and the person, like, is like, ah, like, writhing, 
and then he flips and he flips them over and that's and then I should say he follows it up by pulling a lollipop out of his spandex next that's been next yeah. to his yeah putting it in their mouth and then super kicking them and then yeah um wow so have I mentioned how much I love wrestling wrestles with have to be very open minded and oh, accepting yeah, of things because to get that done against your will is not okay yeah yeah um wow so he had a uh, he had an entire event where just uh things of similar nature happened and uh it was okay. interesting okay really interesting yeah 100 uh, percent. Um, i learned things today that i never would have expected yeah uh but the normal wrestling was also very good um but yeah that was i definitely we were watching that and i had multiple times i turned and was like what is happening like what's going on right now so i don't follow much uh wrestling but apparently we do follow a lot of wrestling fans on twitter and so like i saw a bunch about it and so uh this guy named kofi coffee what's his name kofi kingston yes uh so kofi kingston he's from up up down down video games yes stuff yes so yeah he's Uh, a video game guy too yeah uh so kofi kingston became the first ever african-american WWE champion uh in the 50 years of WWE. so like that was pretty incredible that's awesome, but also, what the fuck? Why did it take so long? You know. So there have been like world heavyweight champions, yeah. Because there's there's always like multiple titles, but there's never been like the WWE champion. Um, okay. Yeah, I agree. Why why the fuck did it take this long? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that was a very like insane moment. It was very cool. That's really cool. Um, and then it was also followed by the first time ever female main event. Um, yeah. Which was okay. So That's all we'll say about that. I read something about it and it listed like three women involved yes. in it. Was it like a three-way fight? Yeah, yeah. They just do that. Triple threat match. They yeah. just have to There's triple threats. Win? There's okay. fatal four ways. There's. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Okay. Yep. Um, Second, I said it. Okay. Can I ask you something that's uh, possibly inappropriate for wrestling behind the scenes stuff? Okay. okay. Um, not too like lessen the experience but like i've watched the show glow you know and Mm -hmm. and the wrestling was you know very choreographed and it was planned out and so like they knew who was gonna win you know before that happened so is that like does that sort of thing happen uh in these are you asking me is wrestling fake i'm just asking like coffee kofi like did he did they finally just decide, like, it's okay, like, we're finally going to let a black guy have it? Or was it just, like, he just naturally won it? I think it was a lot of things. Like, I think, uh, so, like, every once in a while in wrestling, there's this magical moment where the fans get behind a wrestler and mm-hmm. that, like, oh, okay, I can tell you, like, five months ago, Kobe Kingston was probably not even thought of to yeah. be in the main event or one of the main events of WrestleMania. Um, it wasn't. It was because the fans got behind him and like supported him, and like yeah. this whole movement of Kofi Mania started. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure like once they realized what they had going, they were like, okay, yeah, you know, he deserves a belt. He's been there 11 That's years. Cool. You know, um, That's awesome. So, yeah. good, well, good for him. Good for wrestling. So yeah, yeah, and good for you for having a good time and watching your 40 hours of wrestling. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, so let's get into some video games that we've been playing. So I'll start this off this weekend. 
Xbox had uh, like a free trial period to play uh, Borderlands 2 and Borderlands the pre-sequel. And since we've just been in all of this Borderlands talk, I was like, hey, let's go ahead and play one of these. I asked around. The general consensus was Borderlands 2 was the better one or the more fun one. Uh, So that's the one that I decided to try out. Um, I love... So, you know, like, I played a little bit of Borderlands. I don't really remember much of it, but I played Tales from the Borderlands, and I absolutely loved it. And one of the things from that that I guess comes from the Borderlands games is, like, the opening credits. They have, like, a really cool song, and they have, like, this, you know, uh, animated, like, montage sequence of events with, like, action happening, and it's really exciting. And the Borderlands 2 starts out with that as well, and it was really cool. I I was going to write down the name of the song, um... I think it's by a band called The Heavy, and it's that, this ain't no place for no heroes. That sounds real bad. I'm sorry, but that's that's my best. I'm not a singer. I tell you this, um, but it was a really cool song, and like the way they put it all together with the animation was really cool, and you got to see, I think, just four of the different Vault Hunters that you would get to play as, um, which is kind of cool, and then like you go... Like, there's this train accident, whatever, and then you get to go pick your person that you want to start playing as. Um, And there were, like, seven or eight different characters you could pick to play as. Is that not Oh, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. I forget that. They probably had, like, all the DLC online. Yeah, they had all that in there. So, um, and I was kind of disappointed because, like, they would have the person and just, like, have a real little description about them. But it wasn't necessarily clear to me, like, what their abilities were and what those Mm. things meant. Like, I think Maya was the siren, and her thing was she controls the ebb and flow of the battle. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Because I'm like, I I saw her, like, do something with, like, a blue glowy magic-looking thing in the animation. But I'm like, I have no idea really, like, what her abilities are. Um, Because, I mean, she seemed cool, because I think... The lady in the Borderlands 3 trailer that has, like, the extra arms that pop out. I think she was a siren, too, and she looked yeah. badass. So I was like, maybe I want to play as a siren. But then I saw that you can't, like, change your character. And I was like, well, I don't really know what she does. So I went with Gage, who uh, has the mech buddy that she can call down. She's kind of got these pigtails and, like, some goggles on her forehead. She looks fun and spunky. Um, so I played as her, and, like, I didn't. I don't know. I only called my mech buddy, like, my ultimate once, and he was cool. But I don't know if, like, she had other abilities that I never quite got into. Um, but I liked her, so. I think, uh, if I'm remembering, like, Borderlands correctly, it's usually, like, level 5 is when you get your first talent point, and then you can start opening up the skill trees. Well, you got you, you got your first talent point and used it to set up your ultimate. So, like, that's okay. what I could get my mech guy after that. Yeah, um, and so yeah, but then after that you start you can start getting like abilities and stuff. Okay, the like, higher you level. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I feel like that's what I remember. I got a couple things. of them, but I don't remember what they were. They were not like super exciting. They were like your basic. I think one of them had to do with health regeneration or something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was fine. Um. So I ha- I had a lot of fun with it. I mm-hmm. like all the different guns. The shooting felt pretty good. Yeah. In Borderlands 1, I was playing on PC, and I was playing with a controller, but like I don't think that it had um, really much aim assist on yeah. the computer, regardless of the controller, so I think I didn't have a great time with that one as much. So this was a lot better. Um, and a lot of the guns were pretty fun. Uh, I didn't 
you know, I thought I'd just, you know, find one I like and kind of stick with it. But then, like, I'd get into this situation. I was like, well, I've got this sniper rifle. I guess I should try it. And then I was like, oh, my God, I love this sniper rifle. It's fantastic. And so I was, like, getting headshots and just taking care of business. Um, And so, like, I was at the point where I could have two guns, like, available to switch back and forth. And then I could pause it and go get my other gun out of my backpack. So... So I could have a bunch of guns, but and it was pretty easy to, to switch them all out. So that was pretty good. Um, the enemies were were fun and nice to fight. Um, I'm 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 at this, like I'm right on the borderline of whether I like Claptrap or whether I think he's gonna get annoying. Like I'm just like mm, it's teetering yeah, on the edge. I think edge. that's the point of him. I think it's so, the point of him. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm assuming he'll be at Borderlands three again. So oh yeah, definitely. He's okay. like he's like the mascot. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, the more I think about Borderlands three, the more I get excited for it because yeah. like I'm remembering like how much I loved Borderlands one. Like I never got very far in it, but like, I remember like just like yeah. the guns feel really good. Like gearbox shooting does feel really good. I mean, it's um, no bungee like, or respawn. It's it no definitely bungee. feels alright. Or respawn, yeah. It's good. Um, and like. Because I know, like, we have a community, and, like, I'll actually yeah. get to sit down and play the, through the game with, like, you and, like, other people who want to play these games, and, like, that really excites me, and, like... That's what she said. God damn it. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm excited for it. Like, Borderlands 3 is, like, it's gonna be really cool. Yes, I think it will be, and I think playing with people will be fun. I did get to the point where I, I got to this thing where I was supposed to go find a crane to lift Claptrap up to the higher platform, and I couldn't mm-hmm. find the controls, and I was like, ah. So I was like, I'm going to take a break, so I wanted to go to the park anyway. And then when I got back, I turned it back on, and like I was all the way back at the starting area, which was pretty Ooh, far away. Yeah. And like I'd unlocked some fast travel, but I looked at the map, and I didn't see any like fast travel stuff between here and there. And I was just like, man, I don't really want to walk over there again. <laughs> and so then I just stopped, um, which I think is kind of like a similar thing that happened when I was playing Borderlands 1. So hopefully uh, that's not going to be an issue with Borderlands 3. And I'll like I'll be in it and like want to do it and like, yeah. you know, like finish the mission before I take my break. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be fun. It was a good time. And I'm glad it was uh, free and getting to try it out. So. Yeah, it's a really cool thing because yeah, it's definitely like some people probably never really played a Borderlands game, and yeah. So they got to play their first one probably this weekend, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, good deal. Uh, all right, Cody, you got some some new stuff to tell us about Division Two. Yeah, so yeah, I've just been playing a lot of the Division. I'm really enjoying that game. Um, so I did my first Stronghold, uh, which is like their kind of versions of like dungeons or strikes from Destiny, which be something I compared to. Or strongholds and anthem, uh, and holy shit, is it intense? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, like I guess, like I like the way they set this up. Is like you're going through the story, and like as you're reaching, I'm level twenty eight. Uh, What's the max? I was level thirty. Um, oh, okay. Uh, you need uh, to get so, on like, it. You're almost done. I'm almost done. Yeah. Uh, so the way the story is kind of structured is that like you're going through, and then like around twenty four, twenty five, they're like, all right you should go into the stronghold and like that's part of the story and so like the first stronghold is level 26 so i went and did the first stronghold at level 26 um so you i've been playing mostly this stuff solo mm-hmm. i kind of was like well, no i need to go into this with a team <laughs> yeah so i did matchmaking um yeah. really quick like maybe like 10 seconds and then i found a team and 
I was going to do it. That's what she said. But then I decided to let it go. Yeah, let it go. (laughs) Anyways. um, Very intense. Like, if you are not coordinated. Okay. God damn it. Second I said it. Uh, If you're not coordinated, it's going to be a bad time. Uh, (laughs) That's also what she said. All right. This entire thing is just that's what she said thing for you. All right. (laughs) Um, So before I went in, I was like, oh, I think I should run. Because, like, I'm always, like, conscious that, like, not everybody is going to play a play style that I agree with. So I was like, I'm going to run some support abilities Mm -hmm. just in case. Um, So I swapped to this little thing. Oh, hit the mic. Hit the the cord again. Sorry. Got so excited. Uh, That's what she said. Yes. Uh, That's what he said. He said, yeah. Um, So I switched to this, like, little drone that you can, like, toss out, and it'll, like, sit on the ground and shoot out little, like, uh, darts, and the darts Mm -hmm. will come to your character and repair your armor. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and uh, luckily another guy was also using that, and we definitely need it. If you're going into a stronghold, <laughs> yeah. you need to be running at least one support ability, yeah. and hopefully someone else is, because if not, it's going to be a bad time, because there are a lot of enemies, there are a lot of yellow bars, there are a lot of purple bars, and they will fuck your shit up. Can you change your setup uh, in the middle of the stronghold, or is it like locked once you go in there? Yes, yes, you can, okay. as long as it's not on cooldown. Okay. So you can't like... You can't like throw out your secret mine and then go try to swap well, yeah. it. Um, yeah. And like, I was very glad I swapped because like we definitely needed. Like there were times where like, like there was a time where like three of us were down and like mm-hmm. the other person was just running around. Um, and like you have to play these again eventually. I know that like once you end game, you have to play through them again uh, to kind of like they're called like world tiers, and it's uh-huh. just like. The way I can think about describing it is like in Diablo, once you kind of hit like the end game, you do these paragon levels where you go through different dungeons. And as you go through the dungeons, you go up in paragon levels. You're going up in world tiers every time you go through these. And you're playing on a harder and harder difficulty. So you um, can't ever go back and go do an easier one again? Like you always have to keep No, you home? can. You can? Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Um, you, could, you can actually like... Like if I wanted to, I think I can go in and pick story missions and play them on the hard difficulty because there's a trophy for doing all of it on okay. hard. So yeah. Cool. Um, and like I had a blast. Like it was a lot of fun. It was challenging, and that's what I like enjoyed. I was like, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like this, like we're struggling a little bit at times. But, like yeah. that's what made it enjoyable for me because I was like, yeah, like so like once we killed a boss as a group, like it was just fucking awesome. Uh, so I still was rocking the chem launcher at this time. Um, I actually traded out the chem launcher, the one I was using with the acid, because mm-hmm. I found a better one. Um, me and Andy were messing around with some stuff. Uh, but yeah, like so I did my first stronghold, and like they're very intense. I know there's they just added a fourth one to the game. I know like before there was only three, then there's a fourth one, and like I'm excited to play all those, play all the strongholds, and like the new first raids coming out soon, and like excited sam it's gonna be really cool um <laughs> other than that um progressed i progressed the story pretty far uh but one thing i stopped and did was i was helping andy and i was like he was like oh i bought the chem launcher that shoots the flame gas and i was like oh let me know how it goes you get two shots and it's on the 20 second cooldown and let me tell you when you hit somebody with fire it stuns them pretty much. Yeah. That means you can unload on them. And I just found an LMG. And I like the LMGs because, man, spraying and praying and just hitting things for a long yeah. time feels good in this game. That's um, what you said. 
What? Okay. Spraying right. and praying and oh, Okay. Okay. Goddamn, Sam. We were reaching today. Anyways. Um, and then I was like, oh, in the stronghold, one of my teammates was using a turret. You can, like, throw out this turret yeah. and, like, it was fucking shit up. I was like, oh, well, I want to try... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna try the flame chem launcher, and I'm gonna try the turret. And so, I threw out the turret, and like it was just, we were doing our mission. And I shot the flame stuff, and you have to shoot the flame stuff to like ignite it, like to make it like light on fire. So like I shot it, I threw out the, the turret, and I shot the fire thing. Forgot about it for a second. The turret automatically locked onto that area, shot it for me, and I was like, "This is so fucking That's cool. Nice. Let's go." Um, well, yeah, because like, I was just thinking I would have trouble if I was, like, shooting, like, a gas yeah. canister, and then I had to try to, like, shoot it with my gun, too. Like, Yeah. And so, like, and then me and Andy were both running it at the time, and so, like, we just had, like, fire, like, everywhere, and things were just dying a, a lot. And I was like, I could, like this. This is a good you, setup. Could you catch on fire from your own fire, or were you safe? Yes. Okay. You can always, because, like, even when I had the acid one, if I mm. accidentally hit the, like, if I hit a wall in front of me by accident, it would, like, take away my armor. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. That happens. Um, yeah. Uh, and so I wanted to talk a quick, like, about the story. Because I'm pretty far in it. I'm, like, probably about to wrap everything up. And so something that a Division does is, like, your like your character does not talk. Like, you were just mm-hmm. silent the entire time. And, like, there are cutscenes where, like, people are talking to you. And you're just kind of standing there very stoic. And you're just kind of like, all right. And, like... I mentioned that review from the guy Skill up a while back, mm-hmm. and he made a joke. He's like, "I it bothered me at first, but then I started thinking about my character is just RoboCop before he can talk, and it got a lot more fun." <laughs> and I and I went into it like thinking that, and like, yeah. yeah, it's pretty fun to imagine you you're just a fucking like android cyborg who's just like, "I am here to help. Tell me what to do, random NPC," and then you leave, and like. It just got me thinking, like, I, it doesn't bother me. Like, it's a, it's a way to tell a story and, like, you know, have something go on and, like, your character doesn't talk. But, like, I think of, like, like, these aren't story-driven games. Like, yeah. Destiny, like, it's cool when you talk in Destiny. Like, that when we talked in Forsaken, it yeah. was fucking awesome. Well, well, and Destiny's a little bit different also because we always have our ghost and a lot of times ghost talks to yeah. us. So it's not like there's a gap in a conversation. It's just like, yeah. you know, we're not saying it ourselves. So that yeah. one kind of is better. Yeah. And like in Division, it doesn't bother me because like the sh- cutscenes are pretty like there's no cutscene where like someone's fucking talking for an hour. Like it's very mm-hmm. short. Usually it's just like, hey, I need to go do this. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Um, I think there are some like I have some issues with the story, but I don't know if that's just coming from the fact that, like, I haven't fully completed it, mm-hmm. but also the fact that, like, I missed Division 1, and I don't know how much it's carrying over. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping to check back in with that once I know a little bit more. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm, I'm really just enjoying, like, going through the, like, going through DC is just one of the best parts of the game, because, like, yeah. there's so many cool little areas. Um, I think I have, like, one section of the map left to unlock. Um, it's a pretty sizable map too. Yeah. Uh, and like, it's just, it's cool to be in an open world and like, things are always changing. Like Andy mm-hmm. went to go like, check on his kid at one point when we were playing and I wasn't like paying attention <clears throat> and sorry, got a little, getting a little emotional throat. about it here. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, oh, and so like, I was just standing there like looking at my phone, texting, waiting for him to come back. And then I start hearing, like, gunfire around me. And I'm like, what's happening? 
And this like squad of yellow bars rolled up and saw Andy and just started unloading, but didn't take notice of me. <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? And so like, I was like, oh shit. Like, so I killed one real quick and get in the cover and like Andy's still not back. And so I was like, all right, I can just like run up and resin real quick. And so I go try to do that and like got the bar almost filled. And then this elite just turns, smacks me away from him <laughs> with like a sledgehammer. I was like, oh shit. The sledgehammers destroy you pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then the other one like started shooting me and I died. And I was like, an issue is when you die, you have to pick a respawn point. We were going to a mission where none of us had respawn points near the mission. So we had to go walk all the way back. Yep. And I was like, damn that it. sucks. And then I was like, we're going to go get a respawn point near there if we ever have to go back there. Yeah. So Well, yeah. and I mean, if you're going AFK for a minute, you need to like make sure you find a safe spot to leave your yeah. body because otherwise it's not good. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, still just loving Division Two. Um, I think this game's gonna like it's gonna keep me busy for a while. Um, yeah, cool. All right. Well, hopefully, I'm sure by next week you'll be at max level. And oh yeah, definitely. if not, I mean, you're getting a demerit. So no, damn it, I can't get another. One. <laughs> I know. Here, this is your last one. So uh, okay. Um, so the other game that I've been playing this week is The Surge, and this was one of the free PS Plus games this month. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about it, but uh, Alejandro in uh, the Discord was like, hey, this is one of those kind of hard games. It's kind of like like Dark Souls a little bit. I was like, well, shit. But, you know, it was free, and I was like, let's, let's go ahead and try it, you know. So, uh, basically... It's a futuristic world, so you're in, like, there's androids, and you've got, like, you're getting a, you get a mech suit, and it's, like, very technological advanced, so it's, like, kind of a different setting than uh, the other, like, Dark Souls or Bloodborne type of games, and, but I guess it's, like, a similar kind of combat system, so you've got, basically, you just get, like, a, a melee weapon, and you've got a horizontal attack and a vertical attack, and then you've got your uh, block and your dodge. So basically, you know, basic combat. And it's not really one of those where you can just like button mash and just smash, smash, smash. You got to like plan it out because the animation takes a little bit of time with your attack. So you kind of have to wait for that. And it's best if you're, you know, paying attention to when the enemy is going to lunge at you. So you can like dodge around or do a block uh, to get your to get your best best combat practices. Um, And I kind of. Like I adjusted to it pretty easily. I was on I was on the first level, okay. So like it's, you know, it's like kind of like the training enemies. It's fine, um, and it has this thing where you uh, push R three to lock onto the enemy, and then you use just the right joystick to focus on what part of the body you want to attack. Which I guess I don't know if that's a thing from the other games. Um, and most of the, a lot of the time, one part of the body will be unarmored. And so, like, it's their mm-hmm. weak spot. Yeah. So that's, like, the good spot to go for. So I was just, I was just doing that. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Do, do, do. So as you're... Oh, also you have stamina. So when you run, when you dodge, when you block, when you do an attack, it uses your stamina. So you gotta, yeah. like, really keep an eye on that because you're fighting, fighting, fighting. And then all of a sudden you're trying to attack and, like, you don't have any stamina and you just get punched in the face. Um, so... As you're doing your attacks, it it uh, boosts up your energy level. And then once your energy level hits a certain point, you can do like an execution move. And 
these are pretty cool because like it goes into slow motion for a second and like you're just like lopping off a body part and it looks pretty cool and one of the things you can focus on is just body and so if you like cut off you just like cut them in half and like there's some blood flowing it looks pretty cool so i i enjoyed that um and the first level really there was just like your basic kind of like robot enemies and then like some flying drones and the flying drones were kind of bitches because they would they like have things they can shoot at you and so you gotta like dodge but they do have like kind of a warning uh red sight bar at you so you can tell when they're getting ready to shoot um so you're just going through the okay let me start over so you start out you're this this guy in a wheelchair and you're going to this corporation to volunteer for whatever i don't know what I don't know, but you're going to get a mech suit. And so you go to get your mech suit and you can pick whether you want like the more versatile agile one or the more tanky one, I think. Mm. But I picked the versatile one. Cause, uh, and so your guy goes in and he gets stuck in this like contraption where he's going to get some surgery done, I guess. And the AI is like, okay, subject is sedated. Let's proceed. And he's like, hey, wait, I'm not, I'm not sedated, dude. I'm awake. And like, and they just start like attaching these mech parts like to his body and like drilling things into his skin which Uh. is okay it's horrible it's horrible but also dude's got all his clothes on okay so they're attaching all this stuff on top of his clothes so i'm like these fucking clothes are not coming off like what what's gonna happen like this is this is not okay so obviously it was malfunctioning just to do that while he was awake but i'm like i feel like he should have not had those clothes on also um but regardless you get your mech suit. You can walk. He's pretty excited about that. Um, yeah. Uh, but, like, turns out some type of catastrophe has happened and there's, like, nobody around and, like, something... And he's trying to, like, figure out. There's somebody on, like, a radio comm telling him he has to get to this location, whatever. So that's, like, sets you on your goal for this area, right? Um, and you go... I think you fight a little bit and then you find this area where there's the med bay. And so the med bay like heals you up all the way. And then as you're killing people and like picking up stuff, you get these um, core components that you can put into your suit to do different things. So like I got one that does like it refills your health real quick. And then I got another one that is like a slow health regeneration. So like over 30 seconds, it'll fill up a certain amount. Um, There's ones that will increase your energy and like keep it, like your energy decay, keep it low and different stuff. So you get different stuff like that and you go to the med bay to refill those. Um, so it's like your campfire rest. Oh, okay. So you go out and you're fighting some enemies. Uh, you're getting tech scrap, which is what you use to do your upgrades. And you're just like kind of wandering around looking for stuff because there's no map and there's no waypoints. You just have to explore and kind of find stuff. Uh, it does the thing where if you die, you drop all of your tech scraps there and you respawn at the med bay and you have to go get your tech scraps. Okay. Which I was like, okay, it's fine. Uh, I was doing that a few times and then I spawned and I realized that it has a little timer on it. So you have two minutes and 30 seconds to go get your stuff. And if you don't get it in that time, it disappears. And I was like, holy shit. But turns out that even though this first level that I was in, like, it feels, like, pretty big. Like, I'd be wandering around for, like, ten minutes, like, going and finding different stuff. Uh, but really, when you need to get somewhere, you can get there in two and a half minutes. So, you just... 
I found out after I'd been playing a while that you just run by, you dodge these enemies, you don't engage, you just like scooch by and you get where you need to go. So like you can usually get back to your stuff. Um, so I was playing and then I found, well, I found the, the place where I was supposed to go, but the power wasn't working yet. So I couldn't leave the level. Uh, so I was looking around some more and then I eventually found this like place where I have to go underground. And so I go down there and it's like, you need to turn on your flashlight. And I was like trying to turn on my flashlight. It's like, oh, you have to have your body gear equipped to turn on your flashlight. And I didn't have any body gear yet. And that's when I realized what you're supposed to be doing is like when you attack these robots uh, and you focus on different parts of their body, like if you do your execution at that certain part, it's likely to drop um, like a damaged armor piece for that part of the body. And so you gather enough of those and then you go back to the med bay and you can craft an armor piece, right? So uh, I did I did a little bit. I was like, I was feeling pretty good about it. I'm like, I'm figuring this game out. I'm getting it. Like, I'm going all right. You know, I'm like, I'm going to go work on getting these body executions so I can get my body gear. And so I did. And I got it. I was like, all right. So then I went back down to this underground area, turned on my flashlight. And I was like, this is the stupidest fucking flashlight in the history of games. OK, it's like doesn't illuminate hardly anything at all. So you're in third person and he's got these two little flashlights on his shoulders, right? And so you're like, you're wandering around, you're turning, you're looking at stuff, trying to see what's going on. But like the camera is behind your dude. And so like it's blocking the camera and you can't see with the lights and you keep like running into walls because it's so dark and you can't see what's going on. I was very frustrated <laughs> about that. But at the same time, it kind of gave it a little bit of a dead space kind of feel because yeah, it was so dark and like you could like you'd kind of be able to see stuff in the distance oh i messed up my camera um but yeah so it was pretty creepy when i was down there but i eventually i was down there a lot because like i kept dying and trying to go back and just like go through I can't, I can't get this camera fixed i don't i don't know um it's fine but um I'm, okay there we go uh while i was down there like, I kept hearing somebody calling for help, and but, like, I had to deal with these robots and stuff and, like, trying to get through, and then I kept getting lost because of this stupid flashlight, so I never found the dude that needed help. What do you... I'm always wary in, like, kind of horror oh. games for somebody calling help, because I'm always, like, yeah. I'm around a corner, and I'm going to find the person who's getting help, and it's going to be, like, a demon or something, so... Maybe it's good, good that you didn't find Maybe that. it's a good call that I didn't get him, but but yeah, because like like I kept hearing him, but I had to kill the enemies, and then I tried to go back and find him, and like I I don't know if I didn't wasn't in the right spot or like if he had just died because I didn't help him fast enough. I don't know. Regardless, I eventually made it through that underground part, and I got the power turned back on. So I was like, great. And then I wandered back and towards that area I was, I was kind of lost i didn't remember where i was going but I, I ended up in the area that was by where this train was that i was supposed to get on uh but now when i walked in that area this giant robot monster wakes up and i have to have my boss fight right oh, okay. so oh, it's tough cody it was is real tough because it's this big fucking guy. He will, he'll sometimes he'll kick you or he'll try to stomp on you. Uh, and then he'll back off and he has these missiles that he'll shoot at you that you can dodge if you're paying attention. Um, but like, it was really tricky trying to balance my stamina 
and yeah. still be able to get some hits in on him. Also, just trying to figure out what was going on because he had like a red bar and then he had a bar below it that would charge with orange. And apparently you have to get the orange bar charged all the way before like you can do some serious damage to him and bring down his red bar. Mm. Didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I was, you know, hacking at him. Eventually I knocked some armor off of his foot. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, I was dying a lot. Cody and that was you know making my fast runs just directly back to him so I didn't have to face anyone else yeah so at this point like which would you say is was tougher Bloodborne or Surge like at this point in okay Bloodborne is harder because like I just said with with the Surge like everything was in like two and a half minutes like i could get anywhere with two and a half minutes right bloodborne like you'd have to go really far to like get to your checkpoint to where you were saved and so it felt just like you were constantly having to replay a lot to get back to where you were and i didn't feel that really at all in this game because like it was really it wasn't a huge space and it was just like me having to go explore and find stuff and also like I could engage or not engage with these enemies, really. And I could mm-hmm. just completely avoid them if I needed to, which probably you can do that in Bloodborne if you're better, but I wasn't I wasn't better. Um, so yeah, I'd say Bloodborne is harder. But also, I don't think I ever really got to a boss fight in Bloodborne. Um, so this one was, was pretty tough. I eventually, I was going to give up. I was like, I don't know, I don't want to do this, but I kind of kept going. So I was like, I was making progress uh, and I eventually beat him. And I was like, that was, that was cool. And so I went to the second level and then like kind of right away, I walked to this spot where I think turns out probably uh, they had these new enemies that were super tough and I really shouldn't be trying to engage with them. Took me like three or four times dying before I figured that out. And so then I went the other direction and like started scouting some stuff around there. And I was like, you know, this is fine. And But then I was kind of just like, I mean, if I'm going to play video games, like I'm maybe, maybe do something like a little more fun than this. So that's where I decided to stop. So I made it through the first level and like it was all making sense and I was having a decent time, but it's just not like the super funnest game for yeah. me to play. So I'm glad I tried it though. And I'm glad it was free on PS Plus. So... If you're if you're interested in that kind of game and you have PS Plus, you might as well download it and check it out. It's it's a pretty small download. I think it was like under five gigs or something. So oh, well, all right. Yeah. What was so, the animation yeah. like? Was but, it like? Oh, you cut the, out a little bit. What was the animation like? Was it kind of like pixely top no. of the line? Okay. No, it was very okay. good. So yeah, okay. yeah, very modern, very good looking. So and it played really well. So yeah, I mean, I would recommend it if you like that kind of game. And I would recommend trying it, even if you think you don't like that kind of game, because you never know. You might. And you got to have a decent time with it. So. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Okay. Now, we're going to get into some news. News, 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 news. Okay, that's enough. Thank you. Okay. That's good. Um, So let's start with the weird, 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 weird news of the day and so that's so these articles that i was reading pretty much like universally they were labeling this person a crazy millionaire um because he had a he has a, a strange plan okay so apparently there's this millionaire who 
I don't know if he has a private island or if he's like renting space on a private island, whatever. He is trying to organize a real life battle royale game. Okay? And to clarify first, there's no real life weapons. You're, they're using airsoft weapons uh, with some type of like vest that'll, you know, register hits or something. Oh, I, as far right. as I know. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much like a real life Hunger Games type situation. Um, Cody, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I can't imagine how this will not end terribly at all. Like, first off, after Fire Festival, I'd be sketchy of anything exactly. happening on a private island. Exactly. Secondly, why are we using airsoft and not paintball guns? Uh, airsoft sucks. It hurts. Oh, I don't like, know what airsoft. Paintballs sure. also hurt a lot, but like airsoft guns hurt. Like I've, I've been shot by one. It hurts. Um, Maybe they want to make it as realistic as possible, but hopefully without anyone getting really hurt. Yeah. Third, I like to believe that everyone is okay and not crazy, but you know, sometimes yeah. people are crazy. Sometimes they are. And this is just a recipe, or like a recipe for a very bad thing to go down. I don't trust you. No, yeah. I don't... I I mean, I am not sure what his, like, selection process is for who gets to play and, like, if you have to pay to to go do this, but I hope, like, he would have a very involved screening process as to who gets to compete in this thing because, yeah, like you said, I mean, even if you don't have real weapons, like, if you're there on an island... pretty much unsupervised. I don't think there's going to be, like, enough cameras to, like, cover the island and, like, keep track of really everything that's going on. Like, somebody could just straight up kill you and make it look like an accident, right? And, like, maybe that's that's just the kind of thing that they're into. Um, It does not seem like a good idea. And also, I mean, if you kind of want this experience, can you I mean, you could kind of just go play laser tag, like, right? That's, like, kind of yeah. a similar experience, and it's nobody's going to get hurt in that, right? Yeah. I mean, more or less. I mean, you could trip and hurt yourself, but um, your pride can be hurt I mean, when these little kids shoot you, but... It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. So, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, if it happens, uh, it'll go smoothly, and everyone will be fine, and it'll not be a problem yeah i don't know i can imagine like just people in communities like organizing like larp groups to do battle royales with their like foam weapons and stuff and you just you know you just play along and play your part i think it's people doing that like in a park yeah i can see that yeah and that'd be like friendly and you know less chance of someone getting hurt I don't know. That could be going on already, and we just don't know because you know we're not the cool kids. So yeah, we're not playing. We're not doing LARP. No, I wish the Storm Swords are pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, I there was a the park at my old house, the park by it. Like people would go there often uh, to do LARPing, and like they had some really well put together stuff. It was pretty impressive, like their armor and shields and stuff. So yeah, if you're crinkling something, please stop. Sorry. Okay. Hey, if I can hear it, other people can hear it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I fucked up my camera again. I just, I'm not allowed to move. Okay. 
All right. Next story. Breaking news, Cody. All right. Resident Evil 2 came out earlier this year, right? They've just released a, I don't know what it's called, like a little pack where you pay $5, that's US dollars, and you unlock pretty much all of the uh, extra things that you would unlock from playing and completing different tasks in the game. So you get various guns with unlimited ammo. Um, I should have paid better attention to what all you got, but I was very excited about these guns with unlimited ammo. Um, So yeah, but it's like a very clear, like, pay-to-win kind of situation. Um, So what are your thoughts on this in general and or in this specific instance, Cody? I think it's fine. Like, if you, like, want to play through the game and, like, have it as easy as possible, like, this is the thing for you. Um, I don't think, like, I know, like, Resident Evil 2, like, there's, like, speedrunning running competitions and, Mm -hmm. like, are these, I don't know, like, I'm sure there's, like, rules in place where, like, you can't use these kind of things and all that. Yeah. Um, So I don't feel like it's affecting those kind of people. I don't really have an issue with it. Like, if you want to make the game as easy as possible, go for it, as far as I care. Like, whatever makes you happy, man. Play through Resident Evil 2. Do your thing. Cody, there is about a 99% chance that I'm going to buy this. So, I'll probably do it when I get the game eventually. Like I'm gonna probably end up doing it. I mean, I played through with Le- with Leon the whole game, and I had a you know I had a good time. And then I started Claire's run, and I just like wasn't having a good time. Part of that is because like I missed going and picking up the uh, grenade launcher or something yeah. that I was supposed to, and I was just like, uh, and I just like, uh. and so I haven't had a desire to go back and play it. But now I'm like, I can get something. I can get a grenade launcher with infinite ammo. I. I'm like, this could bring me back to the game when I really didn't have any desire to go back to it. So that's, like, pretty exciting. And I think it's really cool that they did this. Um, and, I mean, a lot of times, like, like when, like, Assassin's Creed would have these packs to help you level up faster. Yeah. I'd, I'd kind of feel kind of icky about them because I'm like, oh, you know, that's just like, uh It's like if the game is so punishing that it like takes you getting this to like do better is the game really balanced the right way and da 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 and i mean this is just like a straight up cheat with resident evil but i'm like super okay with it i'm just like i don't know it's just like i don't know like old school entering a cheat code to to get something except you have to pay for this one so I mean, as you're entering in your credit card information, you can imagine it's a cheat code. It's a cheat code, right? Yeah. I know the ultimate cheat code, so I like that. I like that it's way. My, it's in it. my wallet at all times. At all times, man. Um, man, if there were like other games that had this, I mean, I could, I could see myself. Fucking, if there was a thing I could buy for Bloodborne. That would like make it the easy mode or whatever. Like I'd go play that game again because I really like the you style. Some, uh, some very angry ass people. Did you? I saw. I read a different article. Um, somebody made a PC mod for Sekiro that pretty much turned it into an easy mode. Like it oh, like lets you really it lets cool. you slow things down really slow and do stuff. So I was like, that was really cool. I mean, these PC modders they they do all kinds of really neat stuff, yeah. and it's really lucky that that. They're able to do that with that medium. Yeah. Um, it's too bad, like, 
PS4 modders aren't a thing and can make yeah. us some cool stuff. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. If, hey, if, if you want to... Whatever wanna, makes you happy. Like, if, if it makes you happy, just, yeah. go for it. And if like, like, like me, if you were over a game and not interested in going back to it and here's something that's going to like get you back to it and excited to play it and hopefully finish it, then hey, good for you for getting that and good for Capcom for making it available to people. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited about it. So, we'll see. We'll see if I get that and play some more and report back. It might take me a while. I've got a lot of new games that I'm waiting to play. So. That's the other thing I was saying. I was like, <laughs> if, like... There's so many games coming out, and like I want to play Resident Evil 2 eventually, and like yeah. this is, is going to make it easier for me to go through it quicker. So yeah, yeah. like helps me with game of the year at the end of the year. So cool. Yeah, cool. All right, our final news story, perhaps the funnest news story that we've had in quite some time, I would say. All right, Cody, are you familiar with the Twitter account? Uh, you can pet the dog. Yes, I am. Or it might be called Can You Pet the Dog. I should have. Can you pet the dog? I think it's called Can You Pet the Dog. Yeah. You'll find it. You'll find it if you look for it on Twitter. So, yeah. uh, so basically, this Twitter account started a couple months ago, I think, and it just will post either like a screenshot or a little short video clip from a video game and either say, you can pet the dog in this game or you cannot pet the dog in this game. So, it's a pretty simple concept. And, you know, it's just showing fun stuff with dogs. Um, I think my favorite was they had this little clip from Limbo where it shows the dog chasing you down and Uh, murdering you. It's like, you cannot pet the dog in Limbo, clearly. Um, But that was fun. So uh, a while back, they posted that you cannot pet the dog in Enter the Gungeon. And I think the publisher from this saw it and like tagged the developer and was like, hey check into this and so the developer responded with hold my beer and they had this update that was coming up and so he went ahead and reprogrammed the game so that you can pet the dog now and so this update just rolled out for it and i think it's supposed to be the last update for the game and they they let this twitter account know so they deleted the old tweet tweet i'm too excited i can't talk and posted that now you can pet the dog and enter the gungeon so i just thought this was pretty cool because it's it's always fun to talk about dogs we love dogs in video games i mean ideally unless the dog's trying to kill you you should always be able to pet the dog in a video game because it's so nice and satisfying uh and so just to to see a publisher and a developer have fun with this and be like Sure, we'll just go recode yeah. the game and let you pet the dog because that's what the people want. It was really cool. So good on them for doing that. And it just brought a smile to my face and hopefully brought a smile to yours as well if you like dogs. So, yeah. All right, Cody, do you have anything else we need to cover this evening before we no. go become Sauron's slaves? No, I'm just really looking forward to becoming a slave, you know? It's going to be a good time. I hear they have great benefits, so, you know. No, actually. No? Yeah. Shit. Did I read yeah. the wrong pamphlet? Yeah, I think so. So, it's fine. Uh, I think you'll get the, maybe you'll get the white Saruman print on your head, and that means you're super cool. So, hopefully Ooh. you'll get that. Fuck so, yeah. Yeah. Meant to. Face tattoos. Let's do it. It's, it's not even like a real tattoo. It's just like paint from his hands. 
Because, huh. like, Orakai, I don't think bathes, so it never comes off. Ooh, yeah, so, good point. But hopefully it'll be fine. Maybe you got a different kind of sense of smell when you're in Orakai. Probably. We'll see. I don't know. Be fine. Hey. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. As always, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at contact at geekartgames.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at geekartgames. Our YouTube is geekartgames.com slash YouTube. And I just posted some video footage from my Friday the 13th killing spree. So go check that out. Um, we do our live streams over on twitch.tv slash geekartgames. And you can join our Discord, geekartgames.com slash Discord. And you can buy a shirt at geekartgames.com slash shirts. Cody, I forgot you wanted me to make that new color of the shirt. And I forgot, but I will look into it. So <laughs> sometimes I need a little reminder. Um, yeah, and we would love for you to give us a review over on iTunes or whatever service you listen to videos on or YouTube uh, like. We appreciate it. Or subscribe. Just go ahead and subscribe to YouTube. See our fun yeah. videos. See our fun post-credit scene that you don't get on the audio version. It's worth it. Check it out. You see our beautiful faces as well. So, finger guns. All right. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at SKSUVAK. Cody? I'm also on Twitter at Comic Cody. All right. Until I don't, I don't know how to do this outro anymore. Um, Cody, take it away. <laughs> We're just two geeks who pet dogs. Do 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 yeah.